If you ask someone how to create more value in business, you're likely to hear the obvious, drive revenue growth and cut costs. That is, of course, the physics of any business. But as every executive knows, this is not that simple. To increase revenues, you would like to have to spend more. And if you want to cut costs, revenues tend to suffer. Either way, revenues and costs are just indicators. They are not specific actions you can take. In the last few years, business strategists redefined what value creation actually means. It is all about the steps you can take to improve customer experience and increase the customer's willingness to buy. Let's see how that may change your digital value creation strategy. Every year, I take a refresher on the latest in value strategy as the field tends to move very quickly. There is a clear shift from focusing on lagging indicators of value like revenues and costs to leading behavior indicators like willingness to take action. Influencing people as they make a decision or take action is the cutting edge of strategy today. It may be the most obvious in the field of digital marketing, but it is much, much broader than that. As companies formulate better digital value creation strategies, they are actually focusing on three things. Increasing the customer's willingness to buy at a higher price, the employee's willingness to work for less, and the supplier's willingness to sell their products and services at a lower price. At first glance, this may sound very theoretical, but it is far from it. It is as practical and actionable as you can get with strategy. Insight has had a series of courses focused on digital disruption and how strategy needs to shift as a result. They argue that ultimately all digital value creation comes down to maximizing the customer's willingness to pay higher prices. The only reason a customer would do that, of course, if they perceive you are differentiated from your competition. Willingness to pay tends to be higher than price. You may be willing to pay $10 for a burger if you're really hungry, but if all burgers look the same for about 3 bucks, that's all that you will pay. To maximize revenues, you must get as close to the customer's willingness to pay as possible. You need to understand what the customer considers the most important for their value. Better digital experience, convenience, on-time delivery, and so on. And rank those higher than your competitors. In the last two years, digital customer experience tends to dominate all customer touchpoints and rank higher on what customer considers valuable. That is how your strategy and your digital strategy become one and the same. As I mentioned in a prior video, customers now compare any interaction with a brand to their digital experience. Digital is where you must differentiate to increase willingness to buy. So your revenue growth strategy becomes your strategy to increase willingness to pay and willingness to buy with superior digital experience. That may mean better storefront, mobile customer support, personalized recommendations, or faster returns processing, whatever the customer considers most important. Professor Felix Oberholzer G. at Harvard goes beyond just the customer. He wrote a book titled Better Simpler Strategy. He observed that a quarter of the companies in the S&P 500 have lower returns than their cost of capital 
Now think about that. They have access to the greatest resources, strategies, consultants, and best strategic minds, and a lot of companies still struggle to create value. He argues that corporate strategy programs are often way too complicated and should be simplified. Companies take on too many initiatives that do not drive any value, or maybe destroy value. I spoke about this topic extensively in this channel. We should have much fewer strategic initiatives focused on only the ones that create value. He argues that there are basically three ways that we can create value. The first, what we just talked about, you increase the customer's willingness to buy. The only way to do that is to be better at the criteria the customer considers most important. He calls that ranking on these criteria value maps. You need to place higher than your competition on these value maps in order to increase the customer's willingness to buy from you. Say the customer considers sales experience, speed of delivery, and support the most important. Then that is where you should rank the highest, and that's where you focus your strategic initiatives and investment. If you do not differentiate on the customer's top value criteria, then you can only differentiate on price, and that leads to, re to revenue erosion and lower profits. Makes sense, right? As it turns out, it is relatively simple to construct these value maps, and they strongly correlate with long-term revenue growth. Now, what about the supplier's willingness to sell? This ter term has been used less in strategy. It is actually easy to understand. To keep your cost low, you need to convince suppliers to give you better terms or bigger discounts. Your strategic projects should significantly improve your supplier's experience. Now, why is that? Well, you can increase their willingness to sell at a lower price if you rank higher on their value criteria. This may mean more predictable order forecasts, better payment terms, online ordering portals, whatever help the suppliers to reduce their own cost of sales can be passed on to you. This is how you can increase their willingness to sell at a lower price. You need to understand what their value map is and how you rank against those, buy uh, those other buyers. Your strategic and digital initiatives on the supplier side should focus on areas that increase their willingness to sell. This will drive your purchase costs down and improve your profitability, which is value creation. The last category Felix talks about is employees' willingness to work. He actually calls it willingness to sell. Employee experience determines the talent you can acquire and how much you have to pay to retain them. This in turn impacts your labor costs, which are a major element of your profitability and SGNA. If you create an employee experience that is the ultimate dream for your employees, this is the job that they want to get up and do every morning, then they're willing to take less compensation for all the intangible benefits they receive according to their value maps. So you need to understand what experiences employees value the most and rank higher on those experiences than the general market. Your employee-focused digital initiatives will need to improve on these value criteria. Once again, if your benefits, workspace, and hybrid work policy and career development programs are undifferentiated, then the only thing is left is price, which is higher compensation and probably higher turnover. That's it. When your strategy is value-driven, all your initiatives focus on these three things, increasing the customer's willingness to buy, your supplier's willingness to sell, and your employees' willingness to work. 
understanding the value maps of customers, suppliers, and employees give us a roadmap to launching higher value strategic projects. Talk soon. <music>